Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Bedrock City Presents Uncanny Universe Podcast. And on this week's episode, we are talking about San Diego Comic-Con at home. Whoa. <laughs> 2020 at home. Uh, we're going to go ahead and get this thing going. What's going on, guys? It's Ron. This is Dylan. And I'm Michael. And uh, normally when this time of year rolls around, we do a big convention report of San Diego, San Diego Comic-Con. Usually uh, Dylan goes, or every other year Dylan goes. But, uh, you know, so what have gone this year? Yeah, that, that was the plan. Uh, but we were all going this year. No, we weren't all going this year. We're all going. We were all going to go next. I was planning on going with Dylan this year. That was were you? I was. Okay. Before we talked about all going. Okay. Well, either way, it is. It's not happening this year. There's no conventions going on unless you live in New Zealand. Um, I don't know if you. I don't know if you saw that. Um, I'm probably you probably didn't. Chaosium, the people who put on who uh, released Call of Cthulhu role playing game, they tweeted out that uh, since New Zealand has zero cases of coronavirus they uh they had a gaming convention this weekend with people playing games face to face no masks it's wild. wild jealous i know right but we out here um anyway um before we go any further into this episode we got to make sure that we always remember our pickle pickle of the week oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm down with it yeah so what we're gonna do once we're done with the zoom stuff you know in 2022 um, we're going to get a super cut of all of our pickle of the week attempts. Um, I, hey Frank, can you keep a track? Keep track of the ones that are particularly funny. Let me know. I feel like I know all of them. All of them are funny, except for the one time when we got it right. I mean, that was still oh, funny though. That was yeah, funny. Yeah, that's the one we end with. Yeah, you end with that one. Yeah. Anyway, mm-hmm. my pickle of the week is an image book. I'm picking that Texas Blood number two. It's a uh, part two of five. It's a uh, Texas Southern Gothic noir thriller thing uh, with zombies, kind of. Maybe. It's pretty. I need to read the first one. It's supposed it's to be good. good. Uh, I am picking uh, X Factor number one. Ooh. Uh, super cool. Uh, it's uh, the new of the X Dawn books. Or is it Dawn? Okay. Yeah, it's still Dawn of X. Books. Dawn of X. It's still Dawn of X. So yeah, Dawn of Ten. I'm Dawn of Ten. No. <laughs> Dawn of Ten. <laughs> So yeah, that's that. That's that one. I'm picking Wonder Woman 759. What? A DC book? Me? What? <laughs> um, what? It comes out on Tuesdays? Yeah. It's uh, <laughs> out yesterday. Yeah. Came out yesterday. It is written by Mariko Tamaki, who is right. one of my favorite comic writers right now. Uh, Eisner Award winning comic writer. Eisner Award winning, yeah. Laura Dean keeps breaking up with me. Just one. Best penciler and best writer and best... Young adult graphic novel, yeah, young like adult, that. yeah, yeah. But nice. uh, book book club wouldn't pick it. But anyway, uh, Mikkel Janin is doing the art too, who's the previous oh, cool artist, and yeah. David Marquez is doing the cover. So it's got Sweet. a whole team that I like. So I'm excited. Solid. I hope I can just jump into it, having not read Wonder Woman in forever. I'm sure it's fine. We'll see. Okay. Cool. Um, this is the part of the show where we would like to remind everyone to please head on over to iTunes. Pickle of the week. Five star review. No. <laughs> five star review. <laughs> it, it really helps us out. And Did I do that wrong? New people find the show. I think you got that wrong. Um, it also helps us achieve our 2020 goal of getting Rotten Tomatoes verified. Once we hit 200 reviews, we will start affecting our pickles of the week. Um, so do us a favor and do it already. Um, do that thing. I think I did that right. 
Pickle um, of the week. Pickle of the week. Um, pickle of the week. Uh, we have the events. Um, I don't have anything. Um, I don't have KeyForge till next month. So, uh, Ron, do you have any events? You know, we're gonna do nothing. Oh, cool. Oh, that's yeah. exciting. Yeah. Dylan, I got one. Oh, what? What is um, it? Well, I should mention that our official uh, collaboration beer with no label came out this week or oh, last yeah. week or this. Yeah, last week on Saturday. It's at a bunch of grocery stores and stuff, so you can probably find it. It's sold out at the brewery in one day. Wow, it's at, that's pretty good. Nice. It's at grocery stores and stuff. It's uh, it's got art by Aaron Lepresti, and it's he it has IPA man on it. It's obviously hmm. an IPA, and that's the extent of what I know. But I the gag is, it's not an IPA, right? <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a, a lager. It's a, it's a honey IPA. A lager could be one lager. It's a stout. Is that the, that's could a, be a stout. I'm a big drinker, right? I know all about these things. Yeah. It's uh, a, and we also have the limited edition glasses in stock, which has the we do the cover art or the can art, I should say. The can art. The can art. Um so yeah, that happened. And then we have a, another Facebook live sale. Another one. Which is tonight at seven PM. Uh do that. Got some good books. We, since comics are late. Yeah. Um we picked up some good a bit a good collection today with oh, like again? Yeah. First <laughs> first Red Guardian first, Spider Woman first, nice. Ghost Rider, um, a bunch of Marvel Bronze Age and Silver Age first appearances. Nice. I'm not be honest. Last week we didn't have many key issues at all. I probably said we did. You did, but we really turned it out this week. So, okay. Ignore everything I've ever said before. This is the week. If you've never tuned in, this, this is the week. This is the week. And there's new graphics this week too, inspired by yeah, they are, a boy. certain comic book movie. Yeah, they are. Which one? I guess we can't say. I can't say because then it's like they're going to sue me. I mean, BIA operated for a number of years. No, oh, it's not oh. that It's not that blatant. It's like. Okay. I it's see. In, it's into the Spider Verse uh, inspired. Esque. Okay. Esque. It's, it's a tribute. Kirby Crackle. It's a tribute. Yeah, we'll it call it that. It real good. And, right? An um, uh, homage. An homage cover. An homage <laughs> art. Okay, well, Homage. that's very cool. Um, well, I will have more events uh, later on. Um, I hope to announce this month uh, our return to running role-playing games on our Discord server because I was hoping to uh, have those back in person by now, but, you know, that's not going to happen <laughs> for a long time. Yep. So we're going to get back on the schedule of hopefully doing two a month on our Discord server, um, pay, to, pay to play, you know, make a purchase at any Bedrock from the gaming department, gets you a seat at the table the whole deal i'll have dates for you hopefully next week if not the week after um Mm -hmm. but now let's move on to what i done did ronnie boy what you done did oh so me and the watch boys uh actually nah whatever i watched two interesting movies this week two movies um yeah i watched two i know it's wild it's way too many for me um i watched lights out okay saw you've seen that you saw lights no i just watched it i just watched the first time i saw that in theaters Nope. Never seen it. Promise. That was Michael's thinking of Don't Breathe, I think. Oh. Don't I Breathe is also it. good. Uh, but yeah, I saw Lights Out. That was pretty good. And then uh, me and the Watch Boys watched uh, The Lighthouse. Oh, oh. You saw it. Finally. So, finally saw The Lighthouse. What do you think? Interesting movie. What do you think? 
It's a very interesting movie. It was good. That's it. Hmm. Yeah, you know, I thought it was pretty good. I mean, we were we were joking the whole time, so I, you know, right. I would watch that it makes all, so that makes the different. movie. You didn't watch but it. No, it was intended. it was it was solid. It was a solid movie for sure. You didn't watch it in a small art house theater. No, no, well, neither did we. We watched it in an AMC with recliners. There you True. go. I think the only good. way to truly enjoy the lighthouse is upstairs at River Oaks. Yeah, <laughs> in one of those garbage, you know, seats. That's where we need to go when theaters open up. I mean, River upstairs at River Oaks. God, <laughs> with, I mean, they don't have air conditioning, so it's not going to be blown coronavirus around. So it's probably Oof. for the best. Did I ever tell you all about my uh, worst theater? Go- one of my worst theater going experiences was at upstairs in River Oaks. Uh-huh. Um, Bro, you I, mean to do laughing at the at the movie at Annihilation? Uh, God, no. Um, we went to go see The Human Centipede Two at midnight. Boy, no. And it was upstairs at River Oaks. It was sold out, so it was packed oh. to the gills. It is hot, and <laughs> and Dylan will appreciate this. They didn't even have the film. They had a DVD screener that they were <laughs> that they were hooked up, hooked up to the projector. I'm like, this is bush league. Yeah, well, and the movie was gross too. Well, the movie yeah, was yeah. just vile and wretched, and it was That's hot. You. Yeah, I know. Well, I mean, it was an experience. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm glad oh. I did it, but it was a mess, and I would never recommend. Gross. Um, what I done did? I painted some miniatures this weekend. I'm starting. That's a new hobby I have. Um, I'm terrible at it, but I have fun with it. So, uh, I painted painted uh, this boy. I'm showing the boys. Ooh, that's on a week. I can't uh, see it up close. I know. That's yeah, kind of cool. Yeah, but he he out here. I'm doing it. Uh, we're gonna start here. trying to do some of those on our Discord server, <coughs> group paints and stuff. Uh, that'd be fun. If you guys want to join our Discord server, you do that on uh, our Twitter bio. The link is on there. Um, it's a BRC Uncanny. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at uh, Uncanny Universe, Uncanny Facebook Universe. Uncanny Universe, TikTok Uncanny Universe, Bite Uncanny Universe. Um, what else? What do we got? Goodreads. We got a Goodreads. Zang- Zanga. <laughs> yeah, we got a Zanga. Yeah, 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 yeah. We got a Zanga. We got a live journal. What is Zanga. Zanga. I don't know about. You remember AIM? Zanga? Does, I don't know. We have an we have an AOL group. A chat room. Yeah, we have an IRC server. Um, R slash Uncanny Universe. I mean, we should we should make one. How, I a mean, chat what room. We should, no for uh, our, our subreddit. Someone out there make oh, it. Oh, yeah, I don't see why not. Someone do it. Don't please. do that. Yeah, do it. Um, anyway, that's all I done did. I haven't I didn't do much. I I, I was working and I painted some minis and I've been busy. Work. Doing mm. with stuff. Work. Oh, I I played Changeling, uh with the Dreaming with Dwight. That was all that was great. He is always a great storyteller. Played that last night. Dylan, what'd you do? You do anything fun? Not really. I watched Palm Springs. A movie that a Hulu movie is really good. Um, okay, with Andy Samberg and it's oh, right. like a they're stuck in a in a it's like a Groundhog Day situation. Right. Um, I watched. I started Umbrella Academy. I'm trying to get caught up by Friday. Ooh, cool beans. Yeah. Season season two comes out. Um, I finished my, the game we've been playing, Dragon Quest. It's like a nice. RPG. Yeah. And what else did I do? Oh. I failed at trying to get these Mondo X-Men prints. Oof. Um, Boy, did we. Well, I didn't fail as bad as Ron, but I failed. <laughs> I they, they released a bunch of like 
Hickman era X-Men stuff. Oh no. Their Comic-Con at home Sunday thing. And I really, really wanted the variant, which only, they only did 175 of, Ooh. but I added it. We added, so me and Raul had his computer open. He was going for the variant. I was going for the regular, you know, I thought yeah. that was the best way to maximize instead of trying to add both to your cart. Absolutely. Um, I got the regular, it was fine. Um, and, but he, he put the variant in his cart and then pressed checkout and it was, still 11 you know like not a minute had passed and it was like sold out so oh man womp womp but the regular sold out too and that was that's apparently was hard to get also as ron will confirm because ron was Dude, trying to get it, that one too i bro it wasn't even loading for me it was that like Ugh, it's so frustrating crash of a system you know because i don't care about the limited nature of it you know i just want the print no i just print. want the print dog you you would you would buy it if it was mass produced and we carried it at bedrock yeah, that's why I like as long as the quality was good. I mean, yeah, yeah. Who cares? But people right. love that exclusivity, so they get the business model. And then they and then they resell them, and they get extremely expensive. Mm-hmm. It's like three hundred bucks on eBay now. There's, I've got a guy in my uh, uh, one of my subscribers who um, is a big Mondo collector or big poster collector, and he's got some pretty high end Mondo stuff. Um, <gasps> Tell him to hit me up. I mean, I need Thor Ragnarok and Black Widow. Okay, I'll I'll ask him. Okay, shoot cool. me, shoot me a message and remind me. And I need the um, purple variant for okay for for Black Panther. Okay, I see. Very interesting. That's the um, T sis. That's the T sis. I mean, if you um, got a Deadpool, let me know. Is that wow? Okay. <laughs> How about <laughs> make it work? New episode. We list prints that we want. Right. Bet. You think you think no. we could do an hour on that? So no, so many. So, f- funny story. The uh, the news here is the body of the episode. This is all San Diego Comic Con hey. with a little bit of stuff. The Comic Con is at the end. I tried to yeah. The the headlines are yellow and black, so I tried to like format it the way we normally would. So the news Comic Con news is at the end. Okay, excellent. All right. So starting off the the non Comic Con news, The Witcher news, Blood Origin live action prequel series officially in the works at Netflix. It's now been confirmed that the Witcher Blood Origin is in the works for a streaming giant for the streaming giant. It's a live action series that has received a six episode order. It's currently unclear whether it will be a standalone spinoff or if there are plans for it to become a companion series of sorts to the main show. What we do know is that it's set twelve hundred years before the event of the Witcher. Blood Origins will t- origin will tell a story lost to time, the origin of the very first Witcher. The events that led to the pivotal pivotal conjunction of the spheres when the worlds of monsters and men and elves merge to become one. Uh, this seems very misguided. <sighs> Nobody wants yeah. this. I want more Geralt. Yeah. Come on. Give me more I mean, Henry, Cavill, it, Henry Cavill building a computer. Did you guys see that video? Yes, I did. We did. <laughs> Can we do an episode on that, a review of it next week? Um, yes. Okay, cool. I, yeah, I don't care about prequels. The, the, it still stands, so sorry. Yeah. No, it I'm might not... be great. Who knows? Maybe fans of like the lore of Witcher are, are excited about this, but they're doing that cartoon too, right? Right. They're really going all in. They yeah, are. I mean, it, that's it's kind of weird because the I mean, Witcher was, was, a hit. was successful, but I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's a weird thing to hit your wagon to, but anyway. Um, AMC and Regal Cinemas set, sets mid-August reopening <laughs> in time for Tenet Labor Day weekend release, which we'll get to later. Um, AMC Theaters has shifted its reopening date from July 30th to a somewhat uh, vague mid to late August. The United States number one theater chain plans to open the doors of its 450 chains 
though they haven't specified which, if, in, if any, they intend to keep closed. Additionally, Cineworld, um, in response to the recent changes of the theatrical release schedule with Tenet, is reopening its U.S. circuit, Regal, on August 21st. Cinemark has yet to announce their reo- re- reopening. Uh, quote, the new timing reflects current, currently expected release dates for, for much-anticipated blockbusters like Warner Brothers' Tenet and Disney's Mulan, as well as release dates for other several, several other new movies coming to AMC's big screens. Um, I don't know, man. I think any sort of... I, I hate this incremental date pushing. Like, it just gets people's hopes up. Uh, I think this one's real. Do you? This yep. is the first time we've had, like, official statements and, like, actual plans and stuff in, like, right. specific countries that are going to open. And I'm not saying it's the right decision, but because it's not. But I right. think they're committing to this. I could be wrong, but I think unless there's some kind of crazy spike, they're not going to – I think this is it. That's wild, dude. Yeah, that's, It's dumb, but I think no. that's – I think they're doing Very it. dumb. I'm not going to a mass – like a general population movie you guys can miss me with that i think the theaters aren't staying closed because of covid they're just staying closed because of the movies you know oh and absolutely tenet, and tenet is like we're ready so well, i think they're like well we're ready too so it's well star happening. cinema opened up a bunch of theaters and then has closed a couple like the one that was by bedrock uh in sugarland has closed has closed again why did it close oh, for real i don't i don't have the details on that um but it mm. is closed again um mm. Because, well, I mean, I, I can tell you that I know their, their ticket sales aren't where they want them to be. Well, of course. Oh, got it. Um, I know that much. Yeah, I think, uh, what if, like, iPick started opening up and they did, like, limited seating on iPick? Do I go to that? I wouldn't be surprised if they're open right now. Like, I, I could be wrong, but. Hmm. Would y'all go, though? No. no. Would y'all risk that? No? Yeah. I agree. The most I would do would be, like, do the Star Cinema rent-a-theater thing. And that's that's that is like the that's like my bar for going mm-hmm. to a theater. Um, Same, yeah. I mean, or a drive-in or some other equivalent, right? Yeah, of yeah. course. Um, Tenet rollout has been set. Seventy countries to begin opening by the end of August, followed by the U.S. over Labor Day weekend. Um, with the foreign box office uh, showing some signs of life in the pandemic, Warner Brothers will open Christopher Nolan's long-awaited Tenet in over 70 countries worldwide starting on Wednesday, August 26th. Uh, the plan includes Tenet opening in Canada on Thursday, August 27th, before the U.S., which will be in select cities on Thursday, sep- uh, September 3rd. Exactly where stateside? In those cities where it's seen that it's safe to reopen. So not Houston. <laughs> we already know. We're that- seen as safe. Yeah. Yeah, are we? sure we are. Well, by some people. Yeah, well, uh, we already know that AMC and Regal have announced mid to late August reopenings. Regal and Cinemark have yet to detail the reopening plans uh, with capped capacities and a select city rollout. Warners is hoping for a long tail on Tenet. Now, are you worried about spoilers for this then? Because I am. Not- I was going to say that since it's opening overseas first. I feel like it's a very spoiler heavy movie you know right so when when it is revealed that this is indeed tied into inception you know we're gonna know about it it's inception too it electric <laughs> i mean i i do a pretty good job of avoiding spoilers unless people actively unless like you two actively tell me by you two i mean dylan uh dylan's, i mean not that dylan spoils it's just that dylan would be the most likely to know the spoilers the most yeah, spoilers I'm, for sure. i don't unwarranted 
um, the, I mean, there is one person in this podcast who did unwarrantedly spoil something for me. Michael. Michael, <laughs> Michael. I don't, know. I don't remember what I mean, you're talking it's, about. It's very it's, current. It goes back to... Is it very current? current? No. I'm making a joke. Um, uh, it's, okay. it's, it is a death <laughs> from The Walking Dead, so spoilers from The Walking Dead. Skip ahead 30 seconds <laughs> if you don't want to hear this. Ron spoiled the death of Tyrese for me. Um, <gasps> at work, I think it was on Sundays. And then, yeah, yeah. Monday then morning, we were. The work. following Monday, I picked up yeah. a hammer at work and I go, Oh, look, I'm Tyrese. And uh, Ron goes, Oh, he died. Oh. <laughs> That's always good, dog. Yeah, I always. He <laughs> died. comes back around. And I was it's like, Damn it, Ronald. Uh, Sorry, baby boy. Oh, it's, it's fine. It's kind of funny. It's a good story. I'm happy about it. It is a good story, for sure, for sure. That was a weird episode, huh? I mean, I don't know. I don't remember it. It's it, was, so long. It, was, it was like all trippy and stuff. Like he was like like hallucinating or something that whole episode. It was all like weird Dog. camera angles and stuff. Hey, look, man. Okay. Um, Warner <laughs> Brothers sends, quote, off the record press release to journalist journalists off, asking off the record. to write negatively about Tenet. Uh-huh. And now we're hearing about it. In the re- <laughs> Right off the record, <laughs> in the in the off the record press release, the Warner Brothers claims journalists have been unfair about Tenet's reporting, saying that quote journalists covering film should have a vested interest in the health of our business, and quote fair coverage should reflect that uh, reporters covering the industry need us to succeed. Um, as well as being upset that the claim that Tenet would require eight hundred million dollars at the domestic box office to to break even, they give no. Su- they give no specific number as to what it would actually take. Warner Brothers actually requested journalists not to report that streaming could damage the movie theater industry. I mean, I don't need a reporter to tell me that that's the case. For real, huh? So is, does this mean Tenet's bad? No. I don't think it means that. I just think they're tired of it being reported that they're irresponsible. You know? Yeah. Which... I mean that's fair, you know. It's you're not going to damage the film industry by reporting that Tenet is opening too soon. You're going to damage Tenet, you know. Right. So there, it's just like self-preservation, I think. But yeah. I mean, I don't know. I I, I, I definitely colors my. We've talked about this last week. It definitely colors my opinion of Christopher Nolan. Sure. You know, I mean, but I mean, I know he's a pretentious film director, so that sort of just sits to type right yeah um but he's he's chosen to be the first movie you know like no one else is championing to be like the return to going to theaters and like every other movie has been pushed back and is just waiting you know for things to be safe i feel like yeah well not every other movie new mutants and stuff like that are coming out in august too but i don't know i feel like tenet has been the the leader with that Absolutely. I get it. He wants to be the first big movie back and he thinks his movie's good. So you know. he thinks I think he thinks theaters are gonna open and everyone's gonna flock to the theaters because they're so tired of being at home. And it's I gonna feel be like that's a gonna million happen, dollars. Though. I I think I it will I don't think so. It might people I think some people will do that, but I don't think it'll have like I don't think it'll open anywhere near his other movies. I think the crazy people outweigh the smart people. So we'll see. I, I think it's gonna happen. <laughs> Yeah. Um, Zack Snyder talks Justice League during. His... I combined a bunch of articles here, just so you okay. know. That's why okay. the t- the title is so vague. Um, I don't want five Zack Snyder articles during his Justice Con panel on Saturday. 
Justice League director Zack Snyder shared lots of exciting new details about the Snyder Cut. Oh, God, I don't want to read this. Um, it's exciting to get this chance, and I wouldn't look a gift horse in the mouth, and I love working on it, and I'd do it for free. And I am, Snyder com- uh, confirmed during the Q&A with fans at the event. As you might expect, Snyder was forced to play coy on a number of topics, including possible appearances from characters like Martian Manhunter and Green Lantern. However, when he was specifically asked about whether he planned, whether he has plans for additional photography once COVID dies down, uh, Snyder responded that he couldn't say, quote, you know, it's really the name of the movie as Zack Snyder's Justice League is the name that we all want. It's the name that we are working on. It's legal reasons that re- restrict it, but we're trying to work that out. I, I suppose that's a cool name for it. Um, as for whether his Justice League will be presented as a massive movie or a limited series, Snyder promised that the answer to that question is coming at DC Fandom. Oh, okay, that's exciting. Uh, quote, you will find out at Fandom. I think I can tell Grace that it was longer than 214 minutes now. Um, either way, 100%, I'll be happy. Look, the truth is, regardless of how it comes out, you'll always be able to watch it in one sitting. Um, Man, there's more of this. Okay. Um, While he never actually named the director, in fact, he later made it clear that he had zero involvement in choosing um, Joss Whedon uh, as his replacement after leaving, uh, Snyder was quick to point out that there would be no chance on earth I would use a shot that was made after I left the movie. There would be no way. I would rather, I would destroy the movie. I would set it on fire before I would use a single frame that I did not photograph. <laughs> set it on fire. He confirmed that is an effing hard fact. Only he didn't say <laughs> effing. Um, by wow. the way, anything you see in this movie re- that reminds you of another theatrical movie, Snyder continued, um, would be because that's a thing I had done and now it's borrowed. Now it's been borrowed. So he's so original. Okay. Um, lastly, he shared a brief clip from his cut of Justice League with Henry Cavill Superman decked out in a black superhero suit. My word, is Zack Snyder? That was a, could he be any more he's crazy. Of his own butt about this movie? He <laughs> thinks he thinks he's Christopher mind. Nolan. Did you read that whole thing? Yeah, my Wi-Fi went out. Oh wow, yeah, I read the I read the whole thing. Um, I read the entire thing. He's so far up his own butt. He thinks he's Christopher Nolan or David Lynch. I don't he know think he's a good director. Period. He not not only no, he thinks he's a great director. Sure, 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 sure. Visionary director. I love the, um, by the way, anything you're seeing in the movie that reminds you of, of the other theatrical movie would be because that's the thing I had done and now it's been borrowed. So he's so. <laughs> How original. does he know? He hasn't seen it. Of course not. He's, he keeps going back and forth. He's like, well, it sucks. Like, I would never use anything from that. But also, I haven't seen it. I bet he's seen it. He totally yeah, he seen, seen it. it. How could you not see it? Why would. Why wouldn't you, even if you're against it, if you're remaking it, you know, like you want to know what mistakes to avoid. Exactly. You would think, you know, it's like, that's like a beautiful gift that no filmmaker ever gets. It's like a second chance at your own movie with $300 million to, or $30 million to redo it. And right. like a failed version as an example. Come on. Yeah. Uh, Dylan, it's not a failure. Okay. Like it's the justice. <laughs> justice uh, but, league did well. You're right. Excuse me. Um, justice league. <laughs> Um, so Fando in a, in a few short weeks, we will know whether this will be a limited series or a long, long movie. I'm hoping for a long movie. That's what I want. I want it to be as full as possible. I'm hoping it's a limited series that comes out weekly with 20 minute episodes. 
That's exactly. That would what's be crazy. Happen. I just want That's the exactly worst format. What's gonna happen. I want the worst format possible. You know, so, like so eight 20 minute episodes or something. We want, I want him to very, complain about it too. Even like, y'all didn't watch it the way similar, I want to. Yeah, right. We want very similar things here. I want it to be a painful watching experience, and you want it to be a painful, theat- like, you know, continuity experience, like just a wreck. Mm-hmm. I want it to be like a chore to get through. I want eight sets of credits oh my throughout. God. And I want, you know, like when it's a movie and it's the opening. Uh, credits and then like the title of the movie is built into the scenery. Yeah, yeah. I mm-hmm. want to say like Zack Snyder's Justice League, like really big, but eight like times. eight times throughout it's several episodes. <laughs> That's amazing. I'm oh. okay with that. Also, with this whole this whole article, I it's just a bummer that we can't pick a side because I don't like either version. You know, right? So we haven't seen not, Zack Snyder's version. There's nothing to root for. Like I don't like Joss Whedon or Zack Snyder, so. Remember when Whatever. we liked Joss Whedon? Like, or at least... I mean, he did great on Avengers, and people love Firefly and Buffy, and but he's apparently problematic, so... Oh, well. Yeah. Cancelled. Yeah. Moving on. Delete it. <laughs> Delete it <laughs> ugly. Uh, Thor Love and Thunderstar, Natalie Portman, says production is set for the beginning of next year. Natalie Portman has now provided an update on when cameras are expected to start rolling on the highly anticipated Marvel threequel. Ugh. Um, that's, is that the word we're using? I don't like that word. Threequel? Threequel. This oven and chipmunks to squeakquel. Remember that? Oh, God. The squeakquel. <laughs> oh, no. What, so was, the, was, the, was, the, was the squeakquel a sequel? Or was it just a... Was it the yes. second one or was it a third yeah, one? Yeah, it was a sequel. Yeah. Second one, I think. And they didn't come up with like a cute name rather than saying threequel, the, the sequel, and then the, the squeakquel. Um, Portman went on to express uh, how excited she is to return to the MCU and confirmed that she'll be uh, shooting in Australia at the, beginning, at the beginning of next year. Another Marvel Studios movie, Shang-Chi and the Legends of the Ten Rings, recently resumed filming Down Under after becoming one of the first major pro- uh, projects to halt production because of the pandemic. That's good news. Um, and Taiko Waititi offers uh, a script update. In the interview with BBC News, uh, the, the writer and director shared an update on where things stand and pretty much confirmed uh, that he's doing another pass. Uh, it's reached the point of being mostly finished. Uh, I think it's going to be really good, Waititi said. Uh, we finished. We've been writing the script off and on for over a year, and I'm just actually this week doing another pass on it. It's so insane. It's also very romantic. I'm into romances now. I just want to make a romance. I just want to make something that I've never done or cared for. Uh, I would like to attack something like that. A lot I, of people got upset that it's a romance on why online. They were like, "Ugh, it's going to be a rom com." Oh God, jeez! I hate people so much, like all of them. Just I want it to it. be dark and dimly lit and brooding and joyless. And I want it to have a junkie XL soundtrack. Yes, please. <laughs> yeah, but I'm excited. I feel like. Um, Romance has been pretty much missing from the MCU. It's like I guess it. There was a little bit with Iron Man and Pepper in the beginning, but like since then, yeah, Guardians. A little. I bit. guess. A little bit. It's, t- it's touched agree. upon. It's it's never the focus. It's never like a main a main thing. I didn't like the Black Widow Hulk, and sure. Steve and Peggy like was like a scene at the la- at the end, you know. So I feel like yeah. they had there hasn't been like a a cool power couple in a while. So I'm hoping there's some. Jane Thor or Valkyrie and her queen, you know, that kind of stuff. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm definitely here for it. 
Um, we have the DEG's watched at home list news. Michael's uh, favorite. Yeah, we My do. favorite. Where are we going to have Yellowstone this week, boys? Uh, the back half of the top <laughs> 10 saw some reshuffling as Paramount Sonic the Hedgehog moved up to sixth, followed by Jumanji. <laughs> Whatever. We're going to get to the list here. Um, okay. The top 20. Number one, Trolls World Tour. <laughs> Uh, then we have The Outpost, and then Yellowstone Season 1, then Yellowstone Season 3, then Yellowstone Season 2. Number 6, <laughs> we have Sonic the Hedgehog, then Jumanji, Bad Boys for Life. Number 9, uh, debuting on the list, uh, Bruce, Lee, uh, Bruce Lee, His Greatest Hits, Criterion Collection, 2020. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know what that is, really. Is that um, of Greatest Hits movies or scenes? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, movies, I think. Okay, cool. Um then number 10, the Invisible Man. Then Relic, Bloodshot, Harry Potter 8 Film Collection, Rising. Um, that was lower <laughs> last week. Um, Birds of Prey, number 14. Uh, then 1917, Force of Nature, The Gentleman, Call of the Wild, Jungle Beat the Movie, and coming in at number 20, Fantasy Island. Oof. Wow. That's a new movies here. Yeah. I mean, it's not that Drag Race has ended and it's not on here anymore. I know. Speaking of spoilers, I went on Instagram and saw that before it aired. So annoying. Wow, really? Yeah. Anyway, the winner <laughs> was Shea Coulee. Wow. I know, I know Ron I was rooting for her. So I love Shea Coulee. Ron, were you rooting for Shea Coulee or Ms. Cracker? <laughs> or or Jujube? Excuse me? All of them. <laughs> Two of those names are real. <laughs> They're all real, believe it or not. <laughs> Um, WWE had a, uh, a spoiler go out on Instagram. One of their uh, NXT developmental talents posted a picture of somebody winning the main event uh, on Instagram of a pre-taped, oh, event, of a pre-taped pay-per-view. Um, Lame. Yeah, he got in trouble. That's pretty good. Yeah. Come on, guy. Come on, guy. Um, the Avengers and Justice League director, Joss <laughs> Whedon's Comic-Con at Home panel removed from the schedule. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A Zoom with Joss Whedon was scheduled for Comic-Con at Home, 5 p.m. Pacific today, but it's been unexpectedly pulled from the virtual event schedule. Whereas other cancel events, cancel panels are still listed, but with a message revealing that they're no longer happening, this one has just vanished. If you try to visit the page of the event's website, you get the error page, and the YouTube link remains private. Very little has Ooh. been revealed about Whedon's panel, but it was, it was thought that he would address his career as well as the upcoming HBO series, The Nevers. The unexplained disappearance comes weeks after Justice League star Ray Fisher leveled some pretty serious allegations at the filmmaker about his behavior on the set of the DC Comics movie reshoots. What, 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 what did he do? Is he canceled? Yeah, he's canceled. But what happened? I forgot. Was he just he, like... Uh, was he racist? Racist? I don't know. Girl, I don't remember. There's been so many cancellations lately. I remember the Ray Fisher thing, but that wasn't cancel worthy. He maybe it was something against women. Yeah, no, there there was a thing against women, but that was before the Ray something Fisher thing, sexist. Did you not let him sit down or something? <laughs> that was a different <laughs> one. Yeah, I have um, I have a new idea. I think okay. once both Justice League and Zack Snyder's Justice League and Justice League come out, someone should make a supercut. Like oh. of both of them together, like Zack Snyder's jo- Justice League, and it should be like six hours long. So I would back love to that. back, which one plays first? No, not back to back. Like spli- like edited together, like spliced together, incoherently. Oh, oh my god! I would love so, that. So, 
I guarantee you on r slash fan edits that will happen. Oh yeah, most definitely. Maybe I'll do it if no one else does. These these I got people, time to kill. These people on our fan edits are crazy. They think that they're film editors and they're like it's it's are there any good ones? I have no idea. I mean they're mm-hmm. all just it's all just a you know you know what it is. Um Spider-Man Far From Home sequel moves back one month. While production isn't slated to begin for a few more months, uh, Sony's Spider-Man Far From Home sequel is facing another slight delay as the studio has pushed Tom, the Tom Holland starer one month from November 5th to December 17th, 2021. Starer. Starer. So it's a Christmas movie now. Apparently. Cool. All right. That's nice, I guess. Sure. I mean, we're going to be getting a lot of these small incremental changes. Um, this is weird, though. Like, yeah, a full year. I don't know. I wonder. Like, it's a year away, but they moved it back a month. Huh. Well, that means they're Resh- making room for something else. Yeah. Um, yeah. Probably mm-hmm. related, may or maybe related to our next story. Disney removes Mulan from release schedule, pushes back new Star Wars and Avatar movies by a year. Oh no. Um, Nick Caro's Mulan remake was scheduled to release on August 21st after already being delayed twice, but now finds itself in limbo with, uh, without a new set launch date. It's possible that Disney may eventually cut their losses and send it direct to VOD, uh, but that will almost certainly be a last resort. This shakeup also means that we won't be returning to the galaxy far, far away on the big screen, at least until 2023. Oh no. As three untitled Star oh, Wars no. movies on Disney's calendar have been pushed back by a year. Uh, they will now hit theaters on December 2023, 2025, and 2027. Uh, there's also no mention of Black Widow, so we assume that it's sticking with November 6th this year. Also, with the Star Wars slate of 2023, 2025, 2027, do I need to know that? Like, do you, you do. remember? We need to plan for it now. Yeah, right? Like, Request off just, from work. Just put them out when Request they come here. Like, not, not, to sound, want- like, not to sound like an old man, but like, do you remember when like movies just came out, kind of, and like yeah, you knew a little bit about when things were coming out, but not like the entire slate of things. Yeah, I remember yeah. like hearing about comic book movies a little bit on like Wizard magazine, like a couple months before they came out. They'd be like, "Oh, cool, X Men Two is going to come out. I can't wait to see that this summer." You know, but now right. it's like you've seen the production lineup you've judged it and you hate the costumes already and yeah the the concept art sucks i hate the <laughs> casting right N- nothing to, nothing i'm not like trying to old man argument like the internet's ruining film culture or anything but like i do i do miss that and i don't i don't love the information overload that you get with some of these things i wish they would just lemonade movies that'd be cool yeah, yeah, there's, there's no it. reason they can't oh my god how did i forget what i done did I spent all week listening to Folklore by Taylor Swift. She surprise dropped an album. Oh, did she? I just feel like this needs to be said. Yeah. It, how is it? It is. It's so good. Is it on it's, Spotify? Yeah. It's yeah. peak peak music. It's very uh, like toned down. It's currently number four on Metacritic of wow. all the albums. It's a very high Metacritic. Of all time? It's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to get Grammy uh, album of the year. It's already okay. been decided. Wow. Um, so that's the thesis. <laughs> but anyway, it'd be cool. Wouldn't it be cool? Wouldn't it be cool if a movie did that? Like, oh, next month, Star Wars is coming out. It could never well, work because of set photos and stuff. But no, it totally no. could work. I mean, if if it doesn't get announced that Taylor Swift, one of the most famous musicians in the world, is working on a new album, 
You can. Yeah, but that's I, that's more that's controlled, like, right? But that's like three people as opposed yeah, yeah. to. That's definitely more controlled. Thousands. I don't know. You could do it. They did Cloverfield Paradox. They did. I mean, if I mean, <laughs> th- I mean, that's a small movie, but it's a sequel to a big movie. You know, true. Like, it could happen, especially with like how the Mandalorian was filmed only on a soundstage. Totally. There's, you can I just mean, do the thing where you don't tell people what they're working on. Right. That too. Um, anyway, uh, Ms. Marvel rumored to shoot uh, to start shooting in November. Kamala Khan could appear in another MCU project first. If a new report shared by Murphy's Multiverse is to be be, be believed, and they usually are a reliable <laughs> source for information like this, it says uh, the plan is for Ms. Marvel to begin filming in Atlanta, Georgia, in November. Hmm. Um, it will wrap in March 2021, and this three-month delay isn't that bad. Uh, it does, however, mean we'll likely be waiting a little longer to see Kamala Khan in action, in her own show at least. The site goes on to add that Marvel Studios is looking uh, to finalize casting for Ms. Marvel sooner rather than later, and that actress will appear in another MCU project before starring in her solo adventure. I don't get this, because if it's shooting in November, like what's she going to be in first? Like well, Spider-Man the- 2? Yeah, Spider-Man 3? Um- Something that's like already been shot, right? Maybe it's an after credit scene for something. Like for Maybe. Eternals or... Oh. Black Widow, I don't know. It doesn't make sense. Um, Marvel Studios is reportedly developing an Illuminati project. The usually yeah, very well, reliable boy. folks over at the Illuminerd... <laughs> Illuminerdy, excuse me, the Illuminerdy... <laughs> are reporting that Fitting. they've seen a cast listing revealing that a project of some sort revolving around the Illuminati is in the very early stages of development. It's unclear whether this is a TV show or a movie. We could be doing this kind of crap. Like, <laughs> we could... They're yeah, normally like right, that. though, so we'd have to, like... we have to do something that is uh, likely going to happen, you know? Right, that's fine. I mean... Also, I don't care about Illuminati, and I don't want this. Delete it. I, I loved that series, the, the the one that Hickman wrote anyway, the new Avengers series. I loved that one. They can't it look like good. this. <laughs> no, they won't. You can't have a bunch of white men pulling the strings for the whole universe. I mean he got T'Challa? He's not well, I guess he He's a part he of the joined, Illuminati. He joined late, right? True. He joined the on the Hickman run. So they didn't invite him till later. Well, yeah, when uh, Xavier died, right? After ABX. Yeah, but that he got replaced by beasts. So. Oh, he got replaced by beasts. You're right. Yeah, yeah. another one. Another one. <laughs> um, Bro, he blew fool. It, yeah, he's a, he's a kitty. Um, DC Universe streaming platform no longer offering yearly subscriptions. We talked about this. What? No, that's crazy. It's been confirmed that the seventy-five dollar per year subscription option on the DC Universe streaming platform is no longer available. Signing up, uh, signing up to that saved that sentence. Uh, signing up to that saved customers roughly $20 over a 12-month period, but now only the $8 per month choice remains. Big right, it's over. Game over, boys. Enjoy it while you can. Just switch over to WB. Switch um, over to the HBO? HBO Max. HBO, I mean. Excuse me. Um, Top Gun Maverick and A Quiet Place 2 uh, jet to 2021. Uh, 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 Sonic the Hedgehog it. sequel gets a release date. Squeakle. <laughs> Squeakle. <laughs> is everything squeakle? <laughs> uh, with yeah. the United States showing no signs of slowing or even containing the currently ongoing... <laughs> oh, yeah, right. No kidding. Or even currently containing <laughs> the uh, coronavirus pandemic anytime soon, it appears that Paramount, Paramount saw the writing on the wall and have decided to push their two biggest releases to next year. 
John Krasinski's horror sequel, A Quiet Place Part 2, has moved from September 4th, 2020 to April 23rd, 2021, while Top Gun Maverick uh, has been shifted from December of this year to July 1st of next year, giving it uh, the chance to fully take advantage of the extended 4th of July holiday weekend. That's a better day for that movie anyway. It is, like, yeah. 4th of July? Like, Mark, Dang, I'm going to be busy that weekend, though. So. <laughs> already know. <laughs> uh, Paramount, Paramount has also dated a Sonic the Hedgehog sequel, for April Squeakle, 8th, Squeakle uh, for uh, 2022. Can you, Dylan, can you control F and replace all sequel instances with Squeakle, please? Yes, I can. Thank you. Um, next time. Yeah, next time. Um, oh, yeah, this this just happened today. Uh, Hawkeye News, uh, Haley Steinfeld has reportedly signed on to play Kate Bishop in the Disney Plus series. Word. Um, they, there have been conflicting reports about whether Haley Seinfeld will star in Marvel Studios' Hawkeye TV series, but the Illuminati is reporting Again. that the actress is officially locked in. Now, until the trades report the deal, it's best to take this with a grain of salt, but the site has a solid track record with casting. It Let was me see it's actually if confirmed, it's been right? confirmed, confirmed. Right. I thought so I saw it on comic three, book. There's three, sets to, three steps to confirming. It's a site like the Illuminati, and then like a major trade like you know variety hollywood reporter and then like i guess the studio studio, studio announcing it so we're we're in step one yeah well that's good i mean although it's previously reported that her deal with apple tv would be problematic for her signing up for disney plus series but there's always something that might be worked out behind the scenes now it appears as if that is indeed the case and as she's been as, as she's been Kevin Feige's top choice since day one. He's bound to be happy right now. I'm 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 in for that. I think that's a good. That's a solid casting choice. I like her a lot. She's been in a lot of movies. I like. So I hope it happens. And we need to get rid of Jeremy Renner. So trade. <laughs> this, is a, this is a trade up. But what about his app though? <sighs> Where you can be his friend. Look at his You pay money for him to uh, read your tweets. I want um, for my birthday. I want you guys to get me a cameo from Jeremy Renner. You know I that would, site where you can. Yes, no, I would. I would love to do that. We should do a cameo that. for the podcast. Like, <laughs> I mean, oh, please. Someone saying pickle that. of the week. I mean, so the, but the question is at that point: do we get do we pay for a good cameo or a funny cameo? Like, do we pay for anyone? Like, some like bottom basement. <laughs> like, yeah, the, whoever's twenty dollars. Okay. Yeah, I'm down. We can get somebody good for twenty bucks. We can get the Bachelor. <laughs> Hey, this is so and so, and you're listening to Uncanny Universe, and this is their pickle. I want, <laughs> I want someone that's like not even related to what we talk about, you know, like <laughs> yeah. a Real Housewife of Beverly Hills or something. I'm right? okay with that. I mean, they have a bunch of wrestlers on there, but I talk about wrestling from time to time, so that wouldn't work. I out. want Leah Remini to record something <laughs> for us. <laughs> oh no, that's so good. I just, you know. I have a weird, you know, thing with cameo. Like, I don't get it because I mean, I get it, but my problem with it is that it's like everybody can see your cameos. Like, I can just go on. It gets and look posted, at, right? Right. And just steal it. Yeah. Well, yeah. Everyone can see it. So, I guess, and it lives on the app. So, I don't know. Like, makes it, it less special. It makes it very much less special. Um. I'm just looking at it right now. We can get all these people. We can get Tito Ortiz for $175. Who that? I don't know. He's a UFC guy. <laughs> wow, everybody's so expensive. Where's the Where's the people who don't have lines at cons? That's what I want. 
Like, real, huh? you know, anyway, we, we'll go down that list. If you guys will know who you want us to get cameo to shout out on the podcast, <laughs> we, uh, let me know. We'll do it. Um, Daredevil star alleges that Jeff Loeb cut storylines because, quote, nobody cares about Asian people. Um, for, Wait, those, what now? for those of you who were feeling who were left feeling underwhelmed by the way the hand were handled eh, in Daredevil, um, actor uh, Peter Shinkoda, who played the villainous Cabal's leader Nobu, um, has alleged that the former Marvel television boss Jeff Loeb was responsible as he chose to veto Asian storylines and characters. Jeff Loeb told the writers' room not to write for Nobu and Gao, and this was reiterated many times by many of the writers and showrunners that nobody cared about Chinese people and Asian people, the actor explains. Wow. There, there was three previous Marvel movies, a trilogy called Blade, where Wesley Snipes kills 200 Asians each movie. Nobody gives a blank. Uh, so don't write up about Nobu and Gao. And they were forced to put their storyline down and drop it. I mean, yeah, dog. I believe it. It's pretty damning, if true, you know? <laughs> I mean... It's pretty messed up. At this point, like, I, I believe it. Like, what what does he gain from coming out by saying this at this point? Like, I think um, after he did this, the actress, the, the old lady that plays Gao, said that she was offended when neither of them were invited to the Daredevil premiere. Wow. That they, like, just heard about it online later. And that she was, like... And then they, like, apologized to her for overlooking both of them. It's kind of awkward. That's, uh... That's rough. I mean, um, I would have liked to see more about Gao. She was cool, but she was cool. A whale. Jeff Loeb's over anyway. He's got Hellstrom, and that's it. Yeah. Um, Speaking of, no, not yet. Yeah, get, we're getting there. <laughs> um, the last. This is the last bit of regular news. Uh, rumor mill: Captain Marvel two reportedly includes Mrs. Uh, Ms. Marvel and Secret Invasion. Um, there have been rumblings for a while now that Marvel Studios have big plans for Captain Marvel two. But if a new report from the Direct is to be believed, the stakes will be even higher than expected. Apparently, Ms. Marvel will take on a supporting role in the sequel, in which will also include, quote, many important MCU characters, uh, with the site going on to describe it as a mini Avengers film. That lines up with what we've heard before, and they go on to seemingly confirm that the plan is for the movie to adapt the Secret Invasion storyline. That's, that's hmm. interesting, but I don't know about her being like a bit player in her, the movie named after her, you know? Sure. Yeah, I hope I hope it's not like a uh, civil war situation where Captain America was kind of his storyline was sacrificed, you know, to yeah. everyone else. I was hoping that if they were going to make it like a big MCU style movie, that this would be the A Force movie, you know, yeah, yeah. like yes. she would she could be the leader of it, and that it would just work its way into this one. But I love Secret Invasion; it's my favorite Marvel event, so I'm excited. Solid. It's very good. Um, we'll see if that happens. You know, it's hard to say. Um, anyway, moving on to San Diego Comic Con at home news. Um, the New Mutants. Um, while many were speculating, including us, that New Mutants Comic Con at home panel would see the announcement of an early digital release, that was not the case. However, the opening scenes, accompanied by a new trailer, have arrived to keep you prepared for a movie that was noted as the panel. Uh, at the panel as coming out August 28th. Uh, uh-huh. Uh, in addition to some new posters for the film uh, that have been revealed, many of them pay homage to classic horror movies or feel like they come straight out of the 80s horror era. Um, what did you guys think about this? No, it was dope. 
it it actually looked really good. I'm super excited about this movie. Um, I like I that trailer. The whole uh, yeah, the trailer was thirty good. minute Zoom call thingy. Yeah, I watched that today to call too. It. It's real cute. It was. It's yeah. not as exciting when it's pre-recorded. I was kind of hoping these are going to be live. You know. Oh but yeah, like, they were pre-recorded, huh? Yeah, it was really like edited and stuff, but that's fine. Yeah. yeah. I, it's funny how they. I mean, I don't know. They're like able to joke about all the delays. All the delays, yeah, that was pretty funny. But that was I don't cool. Know. I'm I like, just I ready like the for this to come out. Two trailers we got. So yeah, the the first couple minutes of the movie looked really cool, and that trailer was the best one yet. I'm hoping. I'm a little scared that they're showing all the best parts of the too movie. much. Yeah. Yeah, that's like I feel like we're in danger of that because like. They've had to promote that. You, you, normally, you don't have to come up with new material every six months, you know, to promote something. So, we'll see. We will see. The bear looks cool, though. Like I thought, I think yeah, that looks super the good. the demon bear looks. Very it's gonna cool. be Magic's movie. Magic looks like. The I, hope so. this. I love Magic. Yeah. Um, we have Bill and Ted face the music, uh, otherwise known as Bill and Ted Three News. Um, Winter reprise, um, Alex Winter uh, reprising his role as Bill in the forthcoming sequel divulged that the conversations to bring back the boys started about 10 years ago when the writers Qu- Chris Matheson and Ed Solomon pitched the idea for the th- threequel uh, the squeakquel <laughs> which Winter's are we just using squeakquel for all everything okay um, to which Winter <laughs> felt uh, said uh, felt quote uh, quite similarly when they posed a Bill and Ted go to hell idea. They laid out the very summary version uh, of a piss take on the Dickens, uh, on Dickens of going back in your life and finding each iteration of your life was even worse than the previous. And it's pretty damn funny, he said. A full trailer for Bill and Ted Face the Music was released, confirming the movie will release in theaters and on VOD uh, on September 1st, 2020. Um, the, I watched the trailer and it looks like Bill and Ted. I've never seen Bill and Ted. Neither have I. So this You're is a very interesting. You're not missing a lot. I mean, I, I'm I'm sorry to like not put this movie over, but I You're don't gonna know. get canceled. Like it's fine. I mean, I, I haven't seen them in a very long time, so I'm I haven't seen them in my goodness uh, probably like over ten years. Um, but either way, um, I don't really. I'm. I wouldn't be seeing this movie otherwise. But this. This. I, I'll watch it now if it's a new release movie. Like you know, uh, I'll. I'm sure. starved for new release movies. Mm-hmm. So I'm. I'm here. I'll watch it, but I'm not really into it. Uh, y'all do. Think... We do podcasts on the on the original one, Doc. What's up? I mean, maybe. Bill and Ted. Monster. We did Ghostbusters. Yeah, we already did bang. Ghostbusters. I. I think Bill and Ted is better than Ghostbusters. It has to be right. I think it is. I have only seen the first one. I haven't seen the second one. Um, then there's Fear the Walking Dead news, which is crazy to me because I didn't know that was still happening. Still happening? Yeah. Um, during Fear the Walking Dead's virtual panel for Comic-Con at Home, a new trailer for season six was released. Along with teasing the upcoming season, the trailer confirmed that Fear uh, will now premiere on October 11th. For the most part, this Fear the Walking Dead season six trailer is the same as the trailer that was released earlier in the year. Uh, what's new in the extended footage uh, of the man in the cowboy hat and the explanation that he's been hired by Virginia to track down Morgan. Um, no one Morgan from the normal right. walking picture. Yeah. No one's, none of y'all are watching this, right? No, dude. It's. I tried whatever. the show when it started, but so I was into it. I, I wonder if it's gotten Morgan better. wasn't in it, I don't think. 
I thought he's no, he didn't pop up until I think season five, if I'm not mm. mistaken. Okay, it's crazy that the show is on season six. I feel like it premiered like a couple years ago. Yeah, that is. Yeah, I wonder if it got it's gotten better. I'd be curious to know if anybody's watching. Um, yeah, let us know. Um, other Walking Dead news: the new the new series, The World Beyond. Um, has uh, a new trailer has come out first announced at San Diego Comic-Con 2018 world beyond is a second spin-off series of AMC's the walking dead world beyond will focus on a new cast of younger characters who are among the first generation to grow up post outbreak. Unlike fear the walking dead, which began its story much earlier to the walking dead in timeline world beyond is expected to take place roughly in the same time as walking dead season 10 during the walking wow. dead's virtual pan virtual panel for comic-con at home it was announced that world beyond will will premiere october 4th um immediately following the airing of walking dead season 10's finale i watched the trailer and i'm actually surprised but i really enjoyed it really i'm I'm gonna try this show i thought it looked okay too i i thought it looked all right it looks like a young adult walking dead show but so funny enough this gives me last of us vibes for some like i get that just like oh i definitely get that so maybe it might it be looks good. like it looks like something different than Walking Dead, you know. Sure. Yeah, so probably because of the younger cast, you know. It or looks it a little bit CW, but that's okay. I like young adult stuff, so I'm gonna try it. I don't typically like young adult stuff, but this I thought it did look pretty good. Um, the boys uh, during the boys panel for Comic Con at home, a clip for season two was released involving the boys and the deep. The scene shows the boys who are now back together. Speeding through the ocean aboard a boat as several sharks chase them. This is the result of the deep who emerges on the back of a whale and tries to stop the boys from escaping. As the clip shows, the situation can only end in typical the boys fashion with a boat impaling a whale. It's so good. The clip isn't the only piece of news to come from the boys uh, panel, uh, though uh, it was officially confirmed that the boys has been renewed for a third season by Amazon. Uh, They made the announcement during the panel and revealed that production would hopefully begin early next year. Meanwhile, season two has received some extra content thanks to an after-show hosted panel by moderator Aisha Tyler. That's cool. Cool. Um, I have yet to watch any of the boys, but everyone tells me how good it is. You watched the clip, though, yeah? Oh, yeah. Dude, it's it's so good. It's good. It's, it's it pretty is. bonkers. Yeah, that's... It looks pretty crazy. So, I'm, I mean... You should, you should try it out. I, yeah, I, I I need to. It's on the list, you know. You you um, got Avatar book too. You can't be you yeah, can't no, be straying. You don't have that kind of time for that. <laughs> I, well, I, I I did end up watching. I should have said this. I watched a show on Netflix, uh, Fear City, New York City versus the Mafia. It's a three episode, uh, docu series. It was pretty good. And I started watching that Jordan thing. Uh, so, I guess it's the Bulls story, but it's all Jordan anyway. Oh, it's all Jordan. Yeah, that's it's good. That's good though. I'm I'm I I only watched the first episode, but it was good so far. It's solid. Yeah. Um, Marvel's Hellstrom news. Marvel and Hulu have been have revealed the first trailer for the upcoming series Hellstrom, while also confirming an October release. The show will focus on siblings uh, Anna and da- and Damon, uh, the children of a serial killer who hunt down the worst of humanity. It will have both supernatural and horror elements though other details about the series have remained a mystery since it was first announced. Now fans have an, ev- uh, an even better idea of what the show will look like thanks to a trailer released on Hellstrom's Twitter account during the show's panel at Comic-Con at home. Y'all, uh, yeah. I have to be honest, I completely forgot to watch this trailer. It's, I, it's not good. It's not good. It looks completely... <laughs> skip it. It looks miserable. It, dude, really? it's it looks not like, good, It looks man. like a sci-fi original show. 
to me. Yeah, I agree. It's like it has mm-hmm. that kind of budget and tone. Everything. But like worse than Deadly Class. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah I, I just it completely slipped my mind. It's not in the forefront of my mind at all. This show, I don't care. Yeah, I don't. I don't care. Like, there's so nothing cool about it. No, not at all. There's nothing cool in that trailer. Was he on fire and had like the symbol on his chest or anything? No. So would you know this is Hellstrom if you hadn't been told? No. Not at all. Okay. I'm excited. Not at all. Um, Utopia. Um, Amazon has released the first Utopia trailer for its upcoming conspiracy thriller based on the UK series of the same name. A new version of the Utopia story is coming thanks to Gillian Flynn. Um, Utopia was originally set up as an HBO series that David Fincher was attached to direct, but the development process led uh, led Amazon Prime Video to be the official home for a Fincherless series. Um, the story of Utopia follows a group of fans who me- who meet online and become friends due to their shared love of a comic called Utopia. However, as these fans dive deeper into the content of the comic, they soon discover that Utopia is filled with hidden hidden meanings that predict real life threats humanity is facing. I thought this trailer looked pretty good. I yeah, it was I pretty it was, solid. I'd, I'd watch it for sure. I would definitely watch this, and it's comic themed, so maybe we could do this at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, it has a good cast too. I don't remember. It does. It, is, it looks but... good. I'm here for it. Uh, make sure you all check out that trailer for sure. That it's good. Um, then there was some stuff for Truth Seekers. Uh, Simon Pegg and Nick Frost have reunited for the fir- uh, for the first uh, The Truth Seekers trailer uh, from the new Amazon show, which premiered during a panel at Comic-Con at Home. The trailer teases a fun, wacky, and spooky show that uh, follows a group of paranormal investigators as they attempt to uncover a vast conspiracy. This also looked good. It looks like, um, you know, standard Simon Pegg, Nick Frost. Simon Pegg, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, but, I mean, but I like those things, so... This is one someone would have to tell me to watch. I feel like you know. Same, because I'm kind of done with Simon Pegg and. I mean, someone's going to tell me that it's really good, and I'll be like, okay, I'll check it out. I I I like both of them quite a bit, and I haven't really seen them in anything in a while, so I'm here for it. It Um, looks like Simon Pegg's barely in it, though. It does. It looks it looks like a a Nick Frost thing with a little bit of Simon Pegg in it. Mm -hmm. But I'm okay with that. Um, I I I like them. Like them both. Um. Lastly, uh, Lovecraft Country, Jordan Peele uh, and J.J. Abrams have teamed up for HBO's latest original series, Lovecraft Country. And HBO HBO has brought the cast to this year's Comic-Con at Home for a special virtual panel that digs into the show. To conclude the panel, a new clip from the show was revealed. It sees the group investigating an undisclosed location. It is dark and they have flashlights indicating that they are not supposed to be there. But once they turn off the flashlights, a hidden secret is revealed. Um, you can see the clip and uh, the trailer online. Um, I think this looks fantastic. I know I'm a bit biased because I'm a big Lovecraft mark, but I I thought this looks really good. This was the other mark. panel that I watched in full. Ron, this yeah. is like the best trailer. I know. I, I don't know why I just stopped on. And they show the trailer was so good. They show a Lovecraft monster. Mm-hmm. Um, I stopped on Truth Seekers for some reason. Oh, wow. I think that the monster is a star spawn of Cthulhu, but I'm not certain. Uh, I'd have to see more of it. You only see kind of tentacles, so that's what I'm going with. I'm going with star what does spawn. that mean? A star spawn of Cthulhu is sort of like mini Cthulhu. Like hmm. like the size of a demon bear, not the size of Cthulhu. Cthulhu is the size of, you know, a skyscraper. Got it. Um, a star spawn of Cthulhu is like, you know, a distilled version of it homeopathic cthulhu well that would make sense 
Because it doesn't yeah. seem that big. Yeah. Oh, if it's not that, it's going to be like a Shoggoth or something like that, I think. I need to reread the book. I read it when it came out, and I, I need to read it again. And I think there's a sequel, but I'm not sure. Um, but I, I remember liking the book quite a bit. Um, when's the series come out? August. August? Oh, wow. This is coming up. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. It's coming up. Okay, well, good. There's some good stuff coming up. Uh, we need to... We're doing a show on this, I assume, right? This looks really good. Yeah, I'll see why not. Yeah. I need to... I'll see why not. Dylan, I mean, if we're all going to watch it, we may as well. Yeah, right. Dylan, are you going to read it? Maybe. It depends on the narrator. The uh, reader. Ooh. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember. I don't remember who the narrator is. Uh, I don't remember if it's good or bad. Um, the the panel made it seem like it was really focused on racial tensions the way Watchmen was. Is that how right. it was in the book? Oh, oh the book is totally like that's that. That's cool. Well. That's more yeah. interesting. I mean, the book came out in 2016, so it's not... You know, oh, it's I thought recent. it was older for some reason. No, 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 no. It's Got pretty it. recent. Um, and it's good. Um, yeah, it's a, it's about... Uh, Let's see. Yeah, well, Lovecraft. Uh, Lovecraft Country is a 2016 dark fantasy horror novel by Matt Ruff, exploring the conjunction between horror fiction of H.P. Lovecraft and racism in the United States during the end of Jim Crow laws, as experienced by Black science fiction fan Atticus Turner and his family. Um, that's uh, the, that's the book. That tells me nothing. And the actors had a really hard time talking about what it was about too. Um, I, I think they're trying to avoid spoilers, you know. Yeah. Like, What's it about? And she's like, "Oh, it's a study of racism and." stuff like no one wanted to really <laughs> go deep into what it's about so that's good that's fine I, yeah it's 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 i don't remember a lot of it i read it in 2016 and i've read a lot of books since then you know how that goes you know it's like mm-hmm. i remember i read it and i remember i liked it and i remember little bits about it but i couldn't t- i couldn't tell you everything about it so I, I will be reading that again before we uh do a show on it but yeah y'all should definitely go check out the the clip in the trailer um i got to now very cool um, is there anything we missed? I think that's it. That's all the all the important stuff, right? Let me check. Makes this. Yeah, there's no real. There's no real comic news, unfortunately. No, that's no. It. nothing. Yeah, for Comic Con, there wasn't really any comic news. Well, Marvel wasn't there, right? Yeah, neither was DC. Sure. Yeah, neither, I mean, we got Fandom coming up next. But month. I think there's some. I think people are like slowly the creators are slowly releasing news out. So we'll have some stuff. Yeah, it's true. In the coming. What's next episode? Um, next, yeah, are we watching something? Uh, next week, I think uh, on the docket we are watching Life. We are um, watching Life, and I'm trying to remember why. Is it the director of Morbius? Yes, um, that's what it is. Okay, so we're watching mm. Life. I thought it was. I thought it was something more deep fried than that. Like that's because that's where they reused the Venom footage from. That's. I think they were planning on like it was speculated that that was a prequel to Venom. Oh God, it that's can horrible. be in the head canon. I think. Uh, so Daniel Espinosa, he also directed Life, Child 44, and Safe House. All right. Life it is. Uh, so that's what, yeah. If you guys want to watch at home, um, you can watch Life with us. Uh, I will check right now. I don't know if it's streaming anywhere. I own it. Um, Looking to. It's not. Not it's for not. free. That's it's on bad. all the platforms. but Another it's not movie free I got to buy. Terrible. It's cheapest on Vudu for one ninety nine. Oh, Oh, so you're oh, on okay. just watch as well. If you have if you have an IMDb TV subscription, you can watch it. But who has that? Oh, somebody. Yeah, somebody has it. Nobody. We'll put it on YouTube. But uh, anyway, that's going to do it for us this week. Thank you all so much for downloading us. We really appreciate all the support. 
Later, guys. It's Ron. Pickle of the week. And I'm Michael. We'll see you next time.